Thank you for tuning in. This is episode six of the Plot Podcast today. I'm joined by Christian Tomei. Christian is a Under Armour Lacrosse All-American in high school, a aspiring professional bodybuilder, fitness guru, and is my childhood friend, Christian. <laughs> Thank you for coming on Thanks today. for having me, Jake. <clears throat> so for the viewers that don't know really anything about you, tell us a little bit about like the backstory of your life leading into you know your bodybuilding and fitness career with lacrosse and and how your journey kind of took you yeah so <clears throat> basically i was kid a little bit skinnier of a kid playing football uh you know pop warner just like we all did and uh my football coach just told me about lacrosse so that led me into lacrosse uh played it through you know my whole life uh and then you know the fitness industry kind of or the fitness thing started when i was starting to get recruited uh, and I remember I got a call from uh, Johns Hopkins and he was like, look, like you're not big enough type of thing. Cause I was like probably five, nine, a hundred and probably 50 pounds. But you know, when you're a goalie, you got to take up some space. And I wasn't quick enough, uh, even at that size to make up for it. So he's like, look straight up, you're not big enough. And that like hit me hard. You know, I was like, F <laughs> so, um, Basically, that kind of grew a fire under me, I guess. And I was was like, you know, I got to get big or I got to do something. So, you know, I started getting the gym. Uh, this is about sophomore year of high school. Uh, and I didn't really start seeing results till about junior year. But uh, that kind of started the love for it. And then, you know, continued to play lacrosse, kind of tried to balance them out. Um, you know, I got to college at Ohio State. Uh, you know, put on some weight. You know, just like any other freshman does. Uh, I think I got up to like 300 pounds, somewhere around there. But, uh, and then I'm looking at myself. I was like, you know, I got to get back to my old, you know, ways. And, you know, dropped about 70 pounds in a single summer. And that kind of made my love for fitness and everything. Like that process, just 10 times better. And, um, you know, definitely took bodybuilding way over priorities all across. So that's how it started. Um, you know. Now it's time to keep it going. So would you say for the viewers that like maybe your journey with lacrosse kind of put you into bodybuilding like for a reason type thing? Yeah. Um, I think it was also escape from lacrosse too because, you know, when you're playing these summer tournaments all day, every weekend in the summer, like high school practices, like whatever it was, like it sucks. I mean, you know how it is. Yeah. And uh, it, got, it got to me and, you know, my parents are pretty crazy about lacrosse. So I was like, I need something else. You know, I can't just be doing this. So I think getting into the gym just made it 10 times better. Um, and made me, you know, like kind of forget about it in a thing, in a way, even though I love the sport, it just, it was too much sometimes. And it was kind of an escape from all of it, which, you know, made that love grow even more. So, yeah, I kind of agree with you for me. Like, I had that problem with, with some sports, and I was like, you know, we did this for so long, like, growing up, and you kind of just, like, fall out of love with the sport. Yeah, 100%. You know, after 100%. a certain amount of time. 100%. And then, you know, you move on to bigger and better things. Yep. Kind of, like, like one thing kind of makes you, like, realize more about yourself, I guess. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Definitely. So, for right now, with fitness, how did your kind of, you know, professional, you know, aspirations come about? When did your... When did your fitness journey, you know, become real? And you're like, wow, I think this is kind of the direction I want to move into. 
Um, I think I want to say last summer to be honest. So, my bad. <laughs> so last summer, uh, I did my first like real cut, I guess, and like did a real bodybuilding diet. Did like real, you know, strict whatever it was. And I was like, dude, like waking up, seeing your body, having a different body every single morning, I think was so cool. You know what I mean? So I was like, what if I could just do this for a living? And then like, I'm looking at my future and I'm like, do I really want to be sitting in an office from nine to five or whatever it might be every single day or whatever it is? And I was like, bro, like I could literally make money off of working out. You know what I mean? So I think that also was a huge factor of like why I want to go pro too is because like once you get those sponsorships and everything like bro stuff starts rolling in free advertisements sponsorships clothes whatever it is and I just think the idea of having a sustainable life through working out just sounds like amazing (laughs) so like you know we all go to the gym or whatever it is but like getting paid to do it just sounds I think sounds you know something you can't pass up you know if you have the potential for it so so would you say that to probably like your de- definition of a happy life? Uh, yeah, I would say whatever it is doing, whatever makes you happy. Um, you know, but with that being said, like it's still got to pay the bills if that makes sense. And yeah. that's the yeah. thing with bodybuilding is like, if you don't make it, like you don't make it. So it's kind of like minor league baseball, for example, like, yeah. or, you know, professional lacrosse, you're getting paid twenty, thirty thousand $30,000, which isn't enough. And, you know, same thing with bodybuilding. Like, if you don't make it, like, you you got to figure something out quick. So, I think it's cool because it's, like, one of those things that it's all in or, like, you know, it, it gives you that motivation because if you don't make it, like, you know, you can't yeah. put food on the table. So, yeah. I think it's also just the grind of it is something different than most other sports. So, so. Would you say like on a regular week, so like we all have those kind of days where we're going into the gym. I know like I'm a regular guy, you know, I haven't been consistent for a while here now, but you know, we all have, you know, we're all regular people at the end of the day. What keeps you in the gym on those days where you're really like, dang, I don't really feel like training today. Yeah. So honestly, bro, like it sounds weird, but like going through Instagram and like seeing like these big dudes, you know, like with these fine girls or whatever it is bro and like you see it and you're like like crap bro like I need to I can't let this guy be better than me type of thing and that's always been my mentality even with lacrosse like I would see like a video of like a kid making a nice save or whatever and I'll be like bro I gotta go practice or whatever it is so it's the same thing with bodybuilding or lifting with me bro like I'll see someone snapchat and they're like you know I think it's more of like the alpha male mentality even though that sounds douchey yeah (laughs) it's like we all have it so you see somebody like doing good and you're like i need to do good as well so if i ever i always kind of make my own motivation for myself to get it i usually don't need that but like like you said the days that make it hard bro sometimes i'll just go on my recommended page and you just see these kids that are your age that are just put in the work and i think that kind of really drives me because like i always have the mentality of like no one can be better type of thing so i think that helps me a lot with getting into the, the gym or, you know, getting and doing cardio when I, you know, don't want to, when it's 1130 at night and I want to go to bed. I think, uh, the, uh, the being on top mentality is like what helps me the most with it. So for sure. So if you could, on top of that, so being on top of it and everything, what would you tell yourself you know, four or five, maybe even three years ago, what would you tell that version of Christian? Like, Hey, this is what you need to do. Or, 
you know, what, what would that kind of look like if you could talk to your past? So, yeah. So honestly, I was so like, with, I guess this kind of brings lacrosse into it because, uh, you know, I was kind of like, I became pretty good at a pretty young age, um, which made like everyone count on me type of thing. Um, which, you know, led me to basically eventually burn out from lacrosse. Um, so, you know, if I were to go back five years, I would basically just be like, look, like it's like do what you love type of thing. You know what I mean? Don't like put all of your heart into one thing, which I did, which eventually killed it for me. Cause all I would do is lacrosse all day, every day. And by senior year, I'm like, bro, screw this. You know what I mean? So like, if I were to tell myself five years ago, like just balance it, even though everyone, you know, is pushing you and counting on you to, you know, do whatever it is and go train every day, you know, like have a life, I guess. So, and I think that brings into another point is I never really went out that much in high school, you know, didn't do parties, didn't do much of that because I was so obsessed with getting better and bigger or whatever it is. And I think some of these people have this mentality that like, you know, if you're going out or whatever, you're getting worse type of thing. You know what I mean? Like if you're not having fun, I should say, whatever that might be, whatever your, you know, definition of fun is that you're not getting better. So I would tell myself like, have a life. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. be like this kid that's just always working out and doing this stuff. Like go have fun. And it sucks though. Cause I kind of missed out on a lot of high school things just because I was like, you know, I gotta be in the gym. I can't be out. Yeah. So uh, that's definitely what one big thing I would tell myself is like, go enjoy your life. Don't, you know, hold it back because you're never going to get it back. So yeah, definitely. And there's always room for that in the future. Uh -huh. But I feel like even sometimes in high school, like, you know, there's times your kids have the opposite thing. Yeah. So, you, you know, they're partying too much or exactly. they're doing it and they're not focusing on enough. Mm -hmm. You know, at times I probably was that kid. You know, there's some viewers oh, out there yeah. might have been that person. And, you know, it, it comes both ways yeah. like from both opposite ends of the spectrum. I think it's just all balance too. like if you can balance, you know, whatever it is, your work, your job, your sport, whatever it is. And, you know, trying to have fun, you know, because I mean, you're only going to have some of these friends for so long of your life. You know, like I the amount of people that I hung out with religiously in high school that I haven't even spoken to in three years is like ridiculous. You know what I mean? So, um, and I think it's one of those things that like, you don't miss it until you lose it, you know? So yeah. like, I think, you know, but yeah, hundred percent. I agree that some people take it the opposite and that's what it becomes a problem. Yeah. So I think it's just all balance. Yeah. It's definitely that work life balance. So 100%. when it comes to your fitness and like the business you're trying to build and you know, you're still young mm -hmm. in the industry. I mean, obviously Look at him. He's he's giant. Look at this picture. <laughs> I mean, he's he's grinding out here uh, and making some serious serious gains at a young age. Uh, what is your kind of business and what are your like goals for the future and and how did that kind of how did your business even start? Just to start. Yeah. Out. So um, I used to get like ton of DMs asking like, yo, like, what do you eat? You know, like, how do you work out or like, what do you do? There was a point where I had like ninety nine plus, um, and I was like, bro, like, instead of just giving, you know, instead of just telling them everything, like I could make a business for myself. So I basically made a fitness page, you know, I grew to a couple thousand or whatever it's at. Um, and then I finally made a website where I basically have meal plans, workout plans, supplement plans, like all this, you know, you know, stuff that will really help. And then I'll be like, you know, the 
99, 100, whatever it was, people DM me, I'll be like, yo, go check out this website. You know, it's like $10 for a meal plan or whatever it is. You know, I started making like probably 200 bucks a week from it because it was about 20 people, if that, you know. And then I was like, you know, why don't I just do some merch too? Might as well. So, you know, I bought like 10 things of like a hoodie, a shirt, whatever it is, sold out in two days, I think. And I think that kind of, it basically built my love for, you know, having my own brand with me too. The only thing is it's definitely hard to, with such a flooded industry, it's hard to build your name in the, in this type of it, in fitness. Cause you go down to the gym and you got like 30 guys that are just as big as you look just as good. You know what I mean? So yeah. you definitely have to have something different, which I think is what lacrosse really helps helps with me too. Is cause I have them, those lacrosse, the lacrosse following and also have like a bodybuilding following. So if you're different, you know, you need to be different type of thing. Something has to be different. You can't just be a regular big dude. Like nobody cares. So, um, I think using lacrosse too and using, you know, stuff that I've been good at in my past really can, you know, it's helped with my brand. Cause there's been tons of lacrosse kids that will just buy my, you know, buy my stuff or, and it help. They say it helps them all the time. So, yeah. And that's basically how it got started is I was just looking at this. I was like, I might as well just use this to my advantage. You know what I mean? So that's how it all started. Definitely. So your business, basically for those who don't know, he sells, like you said, meal plans, supplement plans, pretty much a whole, it's basically like a workout blueprint. Yeah, exactly. Almost. And uh, you kind of take people from zero to hero with that. Yeah. So there's been a bunch of people that have, you know, I'll, I usually tell them like, hey, keep in contact because like, I want to know how it's going. And this kid last week said he gained like four pounds in five days or something, six days. And he did like the, B, he sent me the BMI thing, which is basically, if you don't know, you just stand on it and it kind of gives you your, how much muscle's in your body, how much fat, how much water. And he was putting on muscle, you know, a little bit of water, no fat or whatever it was in just a short week. So um, I think it's really cool to see that type of thing too. And you know, when people ever give me like those encouragement things, I usually cut out, I'll print, you know, whatever they say, their DMs and I'll just cut them out and like throw them in my garage. Cause I have a big gym in my garage. And I think that's something that's really cool. That comes along with being like an influencer, if that makes sense is cause it's like, you're using you to help other people. And I think that's really cool. Just the fact that you're, you look a certain way can get somebody off of the couch and get somebody to go, you know, change their life. Um, so I think being able to help people like that is, you know, the, one of the best parts of it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's pretty much like the main focus for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, like at the end of the day, like, yeah, you're trying to grow your passion into a business, but like you can help people. Exactly. That's really like makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, and like, yeah, I mean, even like people that come up to you in the gym and say like, ask for help or whatever, just, you know, them saying, thank you, shaking your hand and going to do it. And like, you know, coming back and saying like, yo, I really felt that it's just, it's a good feeling just to know you're helping somebody, you know, cause everyone wants to look a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially at our age, like where we live, bro, every, you know, girls and stuff, like everyone wants to look a certain way. So like, if you can just help them out and like, I think it goes so far. <clears throat> yeah. For those uh, viewers that aren't in the Florida, South Florida region, Jupiter is a pretty affluent area. Yep. I would say, I mean, I'm not even trying to like be boastful for our area but it's, it's pretty affluent mm -hmm. a lot of people a lot of good looking people shirts are really never worn <laughs> shirts are never worn flip-flops yeah. barefoot on the regular but. so that's why like honestly having like a that's why everyone wants to you know be 
shredded here. You know what I mean? Because you don't wear a shirt. It's not. It doesn't get cold. It's not like up north where you have a hoodie on twenty four hours out of the day. So I don't know. I think that's why fitness is such a big thing here too. It's because kind of has to be. Yeah, you're at the beach almost every day. It's like the warmer weather, yeah. basically. So where do you see yourself in your business and like? like yourself as a person even 10 years mm-hmm. from now what is your like outlook where do you want to be and uh what are you going to do to get there yeah so hopefully 10 years i'll be 30 which sounds old but <laughs> um i'm hoping to have my pro card uh and competing at the highest level like mr olympia um you typically 30 to 35 is when you're you know your pro, like your body is like prime you know what i mean especially you know speaking from bodybuilding terms um so that's where I'm hoping to be. You know, I'm hoping to have a huge following, um, you know, helping tons of people doing online coaching, uh, whatever it is. And I think 10 years is more than enough time to do that. You know what I mean? Sometimes all it takes is one post for you to blow up. And uh, so I'm hoping to, you know, be at the highest level of this in 10 years. Uh, I'm hoping to, you know, continue to train kids in lacrosse, train, help around the lacrosse community type of thing. I don't really have any aspirations to play after college anymore. Um, you know, there's just not that much of a point, you know what I mean? So, um, I think, you know, that's it. Just continuing to do what I do now, just at higher levels and, you know, make it a lifestyle more than it is now. Definitely. And I feel like with lacrosse, it kind of ties into like what we were talking about, how you lose love for the sport. Like I wasn't even like a near an elite level player but you just kind of lose it after Dude, a while 100%. and you kind of but then it's like that always bittersweet thing where you come back to it and you like fool around oh, every once in a while and you, you go outside and you play and then it's fun again but once i mean i'll tell you right now the division one level is if you don't love it then you can't be in it you know it's such a job bro from 6 a.m workouts to 2 2 p.m practice to 8 p.m film all between that is classes too so it's like you live lacrosse or you live whatever sport it is. And if you're not hundred percent invested, then like you're hurt, not only hurting yourself, you're hurting the team because you're bringing people down with you. You know, if you see it or if you don't, but, uh, yeah. So like, you know, whatever you do, just gotta make sure you love it. You're, Cause it's, you know, if you don't, if your heart's not there, then it's not worth it. So for sure. So what are your kind of, do you have any future plans like near future, any competitions coming up, any physique, yeah, so my first competition is December 14th in Jacksonville. Um, so I start prep in, like, at the end of summer, which sucks because I have to bulk through summer. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it too Yeah, right exactly. <laughs> but uh, three months out, start to prep, which is, you know, hell itself. You're not eating. You feel like crap all day. Uh, your training sucks because you have no energy because your carbs are low. But, uh and then December 14th, I hop on stage. December 15th, I get on a cruise to go to Mexico. <laughs> so that'll be fun. But then January 17th is my next show. Um, so those are the next two upcoming ones. Typically, you only do two a year, two to three a year, and then you take a year to train. And that's why it's so different is because, like, your off-season or whatever you consider an off-season is, like, nine, ten months long. So once you do one, two shows, like, you're done. For a long time but that those two i have upcoming um this spring i'll be playing for fau lacrosse which is just you know club i think they ranked like six last year or two years ago before covid um uh so hopefully get a ring <laughs> but uh enjoy that you know there's only two practices three practices a week everyone's just having fun 
you know, even the other teams during games, like I watched FAU play, uh, I think it was like Georgia Tech or something like two years ago. And bro, these kids are like just messing around on the field. Like yeah. nobody, it's like a club tournament. Yeah. And like that's what I want, especially after being through three years of Division One, where it was just not something I like. So it was basically hell for me. Uh, I think doing that, you know, doing that with bodybuilding and balancing it 50-50 is going to be all I've ever wanted to do in life. So that those two are coming up. Lacrosse is coming up. So I got a lot, but you know, holding it down, holding it down for sure. So. When we talk about lacrosse, we talk about your past, you know, wh- what do you think that, what do you think your biggest setback was mm-hmm. and how did you kind of take it and then make it into, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So actually per, I would say probably what I mentioned earlier with the Hopkins thing, that was so like hurtful, <laughs> like this man, like having a, a 40 or 45 year old like grown man with, you know, seven national championships or whatever it was, tell you basically you're not big enough, you're not good enough, was like, and I was like 14 at the time. This is like eighth grade. (laughs) So like, bro, I'm the, like, I haven't heard like a insult from that from any coach ever, you know, because we all get babies when we're younger. And I was like, I got off the phone and I was like, bro, I remember I went straight to my garage and I started working out. So, and that before that, I never worked out like ever. You know, I barely even trained lacrosse. I think I just had, you know, talent. Like you're born with talent, you know, but, uh, I would never train. I'll just, you know, do whatever. And then I humped the phone and I was like, I remember I was home alone and I was like looking out the window because we had, my dad always worked out in the garage. And I was like, bro, I got to change something. Like some, one of the best coaches of all time basically just said I'm not good enough. So then, you know, every day it would just be training, 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 training. Um, but yeah, dude, like that was probably one of the biggest. And if I had to, you know, a, like a close second place would be when I got to Ohio State and did put on, I think it was 55 pounds of like not good weight. <laughs> Just cause like, you know, when you get to college, you're drinking, you're eating. Yeah. But uh, I think when I looked at myself in the mirror, it was right before spring break of 2020, right before COVID basically hit. And I was like, bro, who the heck is this in the mirror? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like this has to stop. So that whole summer, like I just dedicated my life to like looking better. Um, so I think those two moments, the time I was looking in the mirror and the time when I was, I think it was 18 at the time and the time I got off that call when I was 14, I think were two times I always look back on when I like, you know, like you said, lose motivation and stuff. I think that helps so much. Um, but those two times were the biggest, you know, like get your shit together type of moments. So yeah. I think definitely that phone call is like, I've heard a lot of similar experiences, mm-hmm. you know, just throughout like media and stuff oh, yeah. where, you know, you hear like Elon Musk and you hear uh, yeah. Neil Armstrong, yep. right? First man on the moon. Yeah. And you hear him say, you know, what is he doing over? And, and you see, you, have you seen that interview? Yeah, yeah. You see how torn up Elon is yeah. in that interview. That's one with NASA, right? That, or yeah. no, yeah, that he was like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And it's just like those moments, you know, that, that really made you. That put, that put something in you. There's, you might not have remembered it along the way, but yeah. it got you started. So, dude, there's... I remember Josh Allen really wanted to go to, like, Wyoming or something. Or I don't remember what it was. And he sent the coach, like, 30 emails throughout, like, a three-month process. And basically, they were like, all right, like, we're going to take you, like, blah, blah, blah. And then they ended up taking, like, some other dude. And he was like, yo, like... 
why like why'd you do that type of thing and they were basically responded back like we thought this guy was better we don't think you're good enough for the next level and you know basically Josh Allen ends up becoming Josh Allen and then the guy they drafted or the guy they um, recruited got hurt his freshman year and stopped playing after his freshman year <laughs> so like that goes to show like stuff like that can really put a fire inside of you that can just take you to the next levels that you never thought you could get to and there's so many stories with it like you know the hundreds of NFL players probably have that same exact story of so I think you know criticism you know hate like especially at our age it just comes a lot you know because everyone's envious of everything I think is you know can bring you to new barriers of whatever you know break through everything um as long as you use it correctly you know what I mean yeah yeah but definitely so if you had one quick you know one quick saying some quick words what what do you think you would want to leave back as your legacy if this was one phrase one sentence one you know one story that you could leave back and people would know for the rest of time mm-hmm. what what does Christian Tomei's legacy look like <sighs> it sounds cliche but like I think the never give up go like is one of the you know strongest three words you can say um you know again that's cliche it's such a used term but like if you really think about it like dude like i don't know you know chris bumstead right so you know chris bumstead's a mr olympia physique guy and basically he was i think he's like 23 now and uh he was 19 doing his first competition and he placed like dead last like completely dead last um, and he like he was an interview and he basically went home and he just started crying like this grown man just crying because he didn't win um, and then two years later he wins Mr. Olympia which is you know for you guys don't know it's like the high it's like the Super Bowl for football except it's an individual thing so two years in two years he went from dead last in like some amateur competition to literally top of the world in his class and now he's got four million followers on Instagram. You know, every girl wants to wants him. Every guy wants to be him. And I think the term "never give up" is has become so used that it's like become cliche, obviously. But like people don't really understand how much it actually you know means. Like literally, like if you give up, if you don't give up on your dreams, bro, and you're bound, like in a couple of years, you just keep working at it. Like anyone can do anything. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, definitely, definitely some good words. I feel like just the weight of the word never. People oh, don't like taking into account like exactly. it's never. Exactly. That's it. I mean, especially this type of stuff, like speaking on bodybuilding, like it takes a while. You know what I mean? Like, you know, everyone wants to see results within a year, within a month. But like this type of stuff, it's just like training for lacrosse when we did when we were younger. Like it's like a 10 year process and people get so caught up into it and, you know, start to get comfortable which i think is a big word for this and you know basically just kind of die down so like if you can take never give up and kind of you know take the clicheness out of it and really use it like as a motivation i think like you're basically unstoppable if you can really use it so definitely christian tomei the plot podcast thank you for coming on bro if you want to plug anything real quick his instagram christian tomei at christian tomei and at christian tomei fit for his fitness page mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for and, coming uh, on bro. christian tomei fit on tiktok <laughs> christian tomei fit on tiktok <laughs> but yeah thanks for having me brother appreciate, appreciate it you.